It's very uncomfortable when you have to ask somebody, is this any good? Uh, what do you think of this? Should I have more on top or a little less on top? I mean, that's, that's a scary place to be as an artist. And I think it's when you're a student, you're there a lot and your teacher is supposed to go a little bit more at the bottom. You know, that kind of thing, that thing happens. But, um, you know, it's, it's your world and you should make the decisions. And when you know it's right, it's very, uh, it's very wonderful to feel that kind of clarity about what you're doing. And it's not always there. I mean, you have to have periods where you're not sure. Well, I started out as a painter and uh, following uh, what was current in the art magazines in the 60s, kind of became a conceptual artist and uh, abandoned painting. And my, the first work that I made that seemed to get attention were the videos because uh, you could, um, they were hard to resist and you could show them anywhere. And I liked that they were to not particularly an art audience, although that was included. Then I also did photographs always uh, from a two and a quarter camera, always uh, eight by 10, not wall size. I wanted them to uh, be strong in publication in magazines, not on the wall. So I was looking for uh, extending my work that way through through uh, th that media as well. I had influences and they, they weren't photographers. They were um, comedians, Bob and Ray, uh, huge fans. That kind of helped with my video, I think, or at least once I did it, I thought of them. A writer, uh, Borges, because of his idea of circular time and getting in and out of something. When I started to use the dog, it felt like that was uh, somehow dangerous, you know, and possibly not right. I had a manifesto, and when I broke it, it was liberating, but also a little scary. I'm trying to talk normally, even though the pain from the weight of the dog is almost unbearable. It's very hard to talk and to keep a straight face with the, the dog on my lap because he he fidgets so and he tries to get away, he tries to break out of my grip, but I have him securely locked in my arms. I'm trying to sell you a new or used car from our downtown lot. The thing that really uh, was my breakthrough in video right from the beginning was to uh, not use the whole reel. We used reel to reel and other artists had used, like Nauman, 30 minutes of jumping in the corridor or whatever. It was almost like it was sculpture. The monitor was part of sculpture. And I used it more like TV, almost like ad time, like 30 seconds a minute and so forth. So to go in and have a way of uh, closing that, like, okay, that's enough. You did that long enough. I really wanted to have a reason to go in and then get out. And that was, I think, uh, uh, good for me you know, and good for the work to have it have a structure like that, a beginning, a middle, and an end that, that was formally satisfying rather than just tolerationally, you know, that's long enough. <laughs> get off. You've got uh, P-A-R-K 
was spelled correctly. And that was good. Well, wait a minute. And you spelled uh, O-U-T right. But when it came to beach, you spelt it B-E-E-C-H, which is like the, uh, well, there's a gum called beach nut gum. But the correct spelling is, we meant beach like the sand. So it's, it should have been like the ocean, B-E-A-C-H. See, that's the difference. Well, okay, I forgive you. Right, had the, the camera, the monitor, and the me, and uh, just like, imagine this was a setup. It was almost like th those eerie experiences when you buy a suit with your mother and you're standing in front of a three-way mirror and you see your side, your profile, and maybe your, um, your butt, you know, you're, and you're seeing yourself and it kind of estranges you from yourself. So I would be uh, talking into the monitor, uh, the food, especially along Route 66, I mean, we had some really terrible, awful dinners. So I'm kind of a little off and looking at myself talking, and I think that's what led me uh, into these stories, let's say. I got a phone call from uh, someone asked me, inviting me to use this 20 by 24 camera that had just been invented. It was in Boston or Cambridge. Uh, and uh, I said, uh, and this person, Joanne Verberg was her name, she, she said, you would really like this camera, Bill. It's really great. And I said, no, I only do work that's eight by, eight and a half by 11, uh, nine by 12. I, wanted, I didn't want to do things that were bigger than magazine size. She called me two or three more times, and just to get her to stop calling me, I went there. It was in a room, usually. It was the size of a big refrigerator, but it looked like a Stradivarius. If Stradivarius made a refrigerator, it would be the Polaroid 2024. It's this beautiful wooden thing and very elegant and rickety, and uh, I would be really happy whenever it would break because I'd think about what to do next. It kind of drove me to do these things. And the dogs were up. I had to bring them up to the camera level. So they're used to being up on tables. or, And that's probably why I ended up doing dressed up dogs. I put them on platforms that made them tall like people. And I remember draping one. And then my assistant, Andrea, was talking to me. And it looked like the dog was talking to me. And it was so creepy and weird that I ended up doing the, these creepy and weird uh, dogs with human hands. Ordinary deck of cards. There's nothing unusual about them. Two diamonds, right? I wanted to introduce color, but I wanted it to be, have like a strong reason. So I brought in a, a, a um, Revlon red nail polish and painted one of his toenails red and put the bottle in. So that was my first color photograph. It was called Fay Ray before I 
named my second dog Fay Ray. And that was my first color photograph, but they pressed upon me while they were in the room, the fact that I could see them much the same way that video did. When I play it back, moments after doing it, I'd see what was wrong with it, what was right with it, and I'd move on. So I, I equated the, the Polaroid experience with the, uh, more with video than with photo. And it became the dominant camera that I would use from until 2007. Eventually they moved the camera to New York and uh, I would take it on shoots in a big uh, rider rental truck with uh, drying racks and generators. It was almost like doing a movie shoot where we go on location with it in Maine. So it became part of me and uh, I liked the fact that it was, unlike today with a digital where you go, how big should this be? I don't know, how big can you make it? Well, how big is your file? It's, it's like uh, 20 by 24, vertical, always. Polaroid went bankrupt, as you, as you probably know, and then they stopped. Um, that camera became there was something the Impossible Project, I think, took it over. And John Ruder, who I worked with for many, many years, still operates it. But rather than being 20, then 30, then $50 a shot, it became 300. And so I used to shoot it like it was 35. You know, shoot like 50 shots a day. And uh, unfortunately, I had an outlet for some of them, so I could afford to do it. But Sometimes I feel like I should go back and almost do a daguerreotype, you know, do like a real classic thing. But I think it's better to be, for me anyway, be part of the era. You know, be part, just go with that. That's what's there. That's, that's what you got. To go and use uh, collodion or something like that would be interesting, but I don't think, for me anyway, proper. Although I respect people that want to do that. It really, really changed me, that camera. It was also good for the dogs to have their whole lifetime from beginning to end under this one lens and one thing. It was, it was really satisfying. It was like a body of work. It makes you get to know these creatures better too because it'll freeze an angle or a look and then in real life you'll see it again. It brings you closer. I think it's really a wonderful experience photographing something you love whether it's your favorite tree or your wife or your girlfriend or your dogs, <laughs> it brings you close. Mm -hmm.